Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. Thanks for having me and uh, hello to anyone who's listening out there. It's, I, it's great to be uh, yeah. with you today. And yeah. I, I, again, I'm repeating myself. I sound like the lady in uh, Kill the Scully <laughs> now. I, I'm not in the habit of repeating myself, but I am today. So my question, what does International Women's Day mean to you personally, Siobhan? Look, it's it's a celebration of women, obviously, um, but it's 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 more than that. It's it's um, it's really to highlight some of the gaps, um, you know, that that women face, and particularly um, in in women's health. I think we've we've heard a lot about uh, the, the gaps in women's health over the last few years, but um, yeah. that's one of the, the 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 things that I advocate for, and uh, in relation to breast cancer screening in particular. Okay. Speaking of breast cancer and speaking of cancer in general, um, you were a great friend of a dear friend, uh, Gay Murphy, uh, who sadly passed. And for me, I really believe there is a massive tribute needs to be paid to her. Uh, yeah. Along with Vicky Phelan, I would put her in a par with Vicky Phelan. She was truly inspirational. I will never forget her. You will never forget her. Her legacy no. needs to be remembered, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about two wonderful women. Um, w- one um, lesser talked about or, or lesser known to to um, a lot of your listeners, although Gay, Mar- uh, Gay would have been uh, known to so many people in the Wexford area. Um, she ran the Relay for Life and the Irish Cancer Society Relay for Life uh, year on year there and raised... I mean, hundreds of thousands. I don't know. I couldn't put a figure on it, but I know it's an extraordinary um, amount of money. Um, I met Gay at a, an event uh, called Choirs for Cancer that's uh, run by um, a research group in UCD, breast cancer researchers in UCD. And uh, I, I spoke at it in 2020. I, I just spoke at it, um, you know, said a few, a few things about breast density uh, notification and lobular breast cancer and Gay came up to me and said Siobhan I'm so pleased to meet you you're the, oh, you're the first person I've ever heard talk about uh, either of those two topics both breast density and lobular breast cancer so so Gay had been diagnosed with lobular breast cancer as had I um, and from then on we, we were in touch um, on a regular basis several times a week and she was part of a group of um, women who are pushing the boundaries for, for lobular breast cancer. And that, it's that second, is, yeah, it's her legacy, it's isn't it? Sec- she, yeah, sorry, sorry sorry for cutting across you, Siobhan. No, not at all. Um, it's the second most common breast cancer, that's all I really wanted to say in addition to that, yeah. So you were diagnosed with it not long after getting the all clear from a, ma- a mammogram. Can you tell us about that? Because this is interesting. You got an all clear and then you were diagnosed. Can you share that yeah, with us? And yeah. yeah, I can. And, and, and it's not just me, you know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's my story, but it's happening all too often. Um, and and uh, anyway, okay, back in uh, December 2015, I was diagnosed with, with breast cancer and I'd had lobular breast cancer and I'd had a clear mammogram in June 2015. So, you know, um, back then, I suppose we, we knew a little bit less about um, diagnostic versus screening or screening versus diagnostic. I, I think the whole uh, Vicky Phelan, um, you know, cervical check, um, you know, story has brought that difference to light. But that wasn't something that was, was you, you know, women in general were educated about. There is a difference between a screening mammogram and a diagnostic mammogram. And that's really important for every woman to know because, 
you know, I never missed a mammogram. I believe the results of my mammogram. And, and I'm not saying that we should not go for our mammograms. But what I am saying is that if you think there's something wrong, just because you have a clear mammogram does not mean that your gut instinct isn't, isn't right. You know, okay. it's, the result on the piece of paper is just that. But if you have a feeling there's something wrong, just pursue it right until you're satisfied that, you know, that, that, that there isn't anything wrong. Um, well, you're, as an advocate, and on this International Women's Day, what, what do you want to see now happen, and uh, happen uh, quite quickly, really? Okay, so, so I've just come back from, um, I was lucky enough to be invited to speak at, um, on a panel in uh, Vienna at the European Congress of Radiology. I'm not a radiologist and I'm not a medical person, but I was invited over to speak on a patient panel. And I have never heard so much talk about breast density. It has been talked about all the way across Europe. Um, but we're not talking about it in Ireland and we're not talking about it enough. And women aren't being... Um, you know, notified or there, there isn't a, what I would call a shared decision-making process because there is a lack of information. So what, in, in March uh, 2022, the European Society of Breast Imagers, so they're a, a, a highly proficient and, and very, um, uh, you know, a, a, a skilled uh, group of, of radiologists uh, working together to improve um, um, mammography screening. Yeah. So they brought out European recommendations and those recommendations say that all women should be notified about their breast density. So there's four categories of breast density. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, you can't feel it, you can't, it's not palpable. You can only find out your breast density by having a mammogram. And unfortunately in Ireland and in other countries, women go for the mammogram the radiologist can assess the, the level of breast density, but that information has not been passed down to, right. to women. So, so that's what I would like to see a change. I'd like to see a change in, in oh, you know, ownership of our information. We, we ought to be given that information yeah. so that, as I said, we can, we can go on to make shared, informed decisions about, you know, the, the possibility that we might need further screening. And that was the case in my case. That was the case in Gay's case. You know, we're women and there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of us out there. And it's happening every day. So right. it's just, yeah. it's, it's not being talked about. Continued success to you. I know you've already been awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award for services to cancer prevention. How does that feel, winning that? Because I sense, speaking to you, you accepted that award on behalf of people like Gay and yourself who've been down, on, down this road. So how did it feel? Look, it, it was amazing. I was invited over to, to speak to some early stage researchers. Um, it was a, a, an absolute honour. Um, first trip to Italy, number one. But to, to stand in front of a group of um, aspiring um, researchers and, and breast cancer, you know, um, advocates and, and uh, you know, a whole population of people over there to talk about the European recommendations and to talk about the difference that that would make for patients and women like me you know, and, and, the, and the generations of women that are coming next. So, you know, it's too late for gay. And we knew that when we were talking that it was too late for both of us. You know, we acknowledge that. But gay has daughter. I don't have daughters, but I may have granddaughters. And it's for the women that are coming behind, the women that are going for their mammograms today, tomorrow and the next day. And the generations of women that are coming after us. And women who have already gone for their mammograms, but don't have the information. You know, we have a breast entity um, request form. 
um, you can fill it out, you can send it in. Um, it, it, you may not get the, the response because just right now um, the HSE are not acknowledging that request form, but it is a GDPR request. Right. So I would say to women, put it in, give, it to your, give a copy of it to your GP, have it on your record. Yeah. You know, let them know that you want this information. I have to just um, ask you very quickly, where where did they get the form from, please? Okay, so we have a website, www.beingdense.com. Um, and we're we're um, the the other um, the other group. We have submitted two submissions um, to the National Screening Advisory Committee um, through uh, another yeah. group that I'm involved with, Lobby Law Ireland. Okay. So those two submissions have been put in at the behest of the Minister for Health. So we're waiting to hear from um, the the national the NSAC um, in relation to those. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.